Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Post Game Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. We are live here at Petco Park as the Padres get a very, very big 10-3 win over the Seattle Mariners on this Thursday afternoon. I should say Wednesday afternoon. I'm so excited. Forgot what day it is. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as the Padres win this series finale against the Seattle Mariners. Final totals in this game for San Diego, 10 runs, 17 hits, and no errors. And for the Mariners, 3 runs, 4 hits and one error a career day for Juan Soto five for five with four RBIs his first ever five hit game in his career I caught up with Juan Soto right after the game down on the field Juan what a day a career high five hits I gotta know going into that final at bat did you know that you were still searching for that one final hit to make it a career high yeah why not I mean I have the RBI in third base I have the guy right there I said, I got, I got to get that RBI, so the only way to get it is getting a hit. So I, I, get, I go on the play ready to, to get my another hit. Juan, you did everything today. Went the opposite way, hit the ball hard, drove in runs. What worked so well today as a whole? I mean, I think everything works. Everything that I've been working on the cage and it's, it's coming through right now. I mean, it feels great. I feel right on point. I hit the breaking balls to the other way. I think it was a great feeling offensively as a whole you guys did everything right you hit the ball hard went to all fields some power what do you feel like this team did well as a whole offensively today i mean do a lot of, a lot of damage i mean when we put it together you can see like today and we can we can do a lot of damage and we have a lot of guys right there that they're still a little bit open down but whenever they get hot we, we're going to be really good finally gary sanchez another big home run how good has that guy been <laughs> he's amazing i mean everybody knows what he can do and how hard he can hit the ball so it's no surprising but he's a great he's a great player and we're happy to have it on our side Juan, congratulations on a career day thanks so much thank you that was Juan Soto right after the game down on the field. A career-high five hits for Juan Soto, five for five, four RBIs on a big offensive day for the San Diego Padres as they score 10 runs on 17 hits. And I think safe to say, well, maybe, I think there's a case to be made that this was the finest offensive performance for the Padres this season. When you look at the runs scored, when you look at the hits, when you look at the exit velocity, the way they went to the opposite field today, led by Juan Soto, who was a perfect 5-for-5. Five five. lot to do on our postgame show. When we come back, we'll recap this one, have all the play-by-play highlights for you. Plus, we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin in just a little bit. Again, the final score here today at Petco Park, Padres 10, Mariners 3. We get it all rolling as our post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network.
Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here at Petco Park this afternoon, the Padres 10 and the Mariners 3. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday afternoon. What a day offensively for the San Diego Padres. 10 runs on 17 hits led by Juan Soto, who had a career-high 5 hits and 4 RBIs. Padres really in an offensive sense did everything right in this game today it was one of the more impressive offensive showings the Padres have put together all year I think you can make a case it was their most impressive showing for a number of different reasons we'll get into all that we'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit I'll take you up until just about 5 p.m. then we'll uh, flip things over to Gwyn and Chris Chrisello, Matt Scraby standing by they are taking you up until 7 p.m. here tonight on 97 three the fan a lot to break down in this game a lot a lot of scoring to tell you about let's begin with our game highlights let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new el cajon ford commercial service center servicing all fords up to f750s and motorhomes Michael Waka tossed two scoreless innings to begin the game. In the bottom half of the second, the Padres got to Mariners starter George Kirby. Gary Sanchez started the inning with a double. Then the Padres played some small ball. Jake Cronenworth bunted Sanchez the third. Matt Carpenter was next. And a hard hit grounder through the right side and a base hit. Sanchez will come in to score, and Matt Carpenter gives the Padres a 1-0 lead. In the bottom of the third, the Padres got it going again. Two out singles from Juan Soto and Manny Machado set the stage for Gary Sanchez. Here's the 0-1 pitch, and that's hit in the air to deep left center field. Kalnick's going to go back. He's on the warning track, looking up, going to go. Gary Sanchez at it again. A three-run home run, and the Padres rally with two outs here in the third inning and extend their lead. It's 4 to nothing. The Padres continue to be all over George Kirby. In the fourth inning, more two-out magic. Fernando Tatis Jr. singled. He stole second and went to third base on a throwing error by the catcher. Juan Soto was next. Kirby said, here's the pitch. And that's lined into left field, a base hit. Fernando will come in to score, and yet another two-out base hit. 5-0 San Diego here in the fourth inning. Bravo, Juan Soto. Juan Soto was just getting started in this game. Padres still led 5-0, heading to the fifth inning. Jake Cronenworth led off the inning with a single. Matt Carpenter walked. A wild pitch moved the runners up to second and third. Alfonso Rivas was next. And Rivas waits on it, lines it through the left side in a base hit. Cronenworth is on to score. Carpenter stops at third. Padres score again. An RBI single for Alfonso Rivas. His first RBI as a Padre, and now 6-0 San Diego in the fifth. With two outs in the inning, Fernando Tatis Jr. was hit by a pitch to load the bases for Juan Soto. Tosedo comes out of the belt. He kicks and fires. The 2-0 pitch is lined into right field. That gets down for a base hit. Carpenter's on his way home. Rivas right behind him. The throw goes to third. No chance to get Tatis. A two-run single for Juan Soto. He's 4-4, four for four, and the Padres lead it 8-0. 
The other major story in this game became the performance of Michael Waka. He was terrific. Six scoreless innings, two hits allowed, struck out seven, walked one on just 82 pitches. Padres offense continued to cook. They got another run on a Fernando Tatis Jr. ground out in the seventh inning to make it 9 nothing. Later in the inning, Trent Grisham was at third base with two outs. Juan Soto to that point was four for four. He never had a five-hit game in his career until today. Here's the one-two. Soto swings, lines it into right center field, a base hit for Juan Soto. Grisham comes in to score. Soto going to try for two. Hernandez throw, not in time. And for the first time in his career, Juan Soto, a five-hit game. And the Padres had a 10 spot on the board, 10 runs on 17 hits in total. After Waka went six strong innings, scoreless Tim Hill, a scoreless seventh inning. Drew Carlton struggled with his command in the eighth inning, gave up three runs, but that was no big deal as Josh Hader pitched a scoreless ninth inning. And the Padres got a very nice win to split this two-game series against Seattle. The final again, the Padres 10 and the Mariners 3. With the win, the Padres improved to 29 and 33. Mariners dropped to 30 and 31. We'll step aside. When we come back, we'll hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin, get some post-game reaction after this 10-3 victory for the Padres here on this Wednesday afternoon in downtown San Diego. Our post-game show continues when we come back. I'm Sam Levitt on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here today at Petco Park, the Padres 10 and the Mariners 3. Sam Levitt with you inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building overlooking Petco Park on what has turned into a very nice afternoon here in downtown San Diego. The Padres putting together really one of the more impressive offensive showings of the season. Ten runs on 17 hits led by Juan Soto who had a career-high five hits. He was five for five. Gary Sanchez Sanchez had a big three-run home run in the third inning. The Padres scoring one in the second, three in the third, one in the fourth inning, three in the fifth inning, and two in the seventh inning. The other part of this offensive game that was really impressive for the Padres, a few aspects to it. Two out hits. Ten of the 17 hits for the Padres in this game came with two outs. That's how productive the Padres were in two-out situations in this game. Another aspect that was really impressive, the approach, especially by the lefties. There were six opposite field hits by left-handed hitters for the Padres today. We saw Juan Soto do it a couple of times. We saw Jay Cronenworth do it. We saw we saw Alfonso Rivas do it. It was the kind of approach you've been waiting to see. Good two-strike approach, good two-out approach, and again, the way the Padres did it in this game, I'm going to read off the exit velocities a little bit later. They hit the ball hard. They went to all fields. It was very impressive. And the number you love to see as well, runners in scoring position. Padres did damage in those scenarios today. They were 6 for 14 combined with runners in scoring position. A good win for the Padres today as they split this mini two-game series against Seattle. Let's hear some post-game reaction from the manager, Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Bob, what impressed you most today about your team's offensive attack? One. Now, and really, you know, going the other way. That's kind of what he's known for, too. So he's been working on that. Um, 
you know, and then when you get some results and you hit a couple balls, one that way and now another one that way. And so today you used the whole field and, and got five hits. That's that's quite a day. But runners in scoring position, moving the line, um, you know, really just the one home, home run by Gary, but guys just moving the line. You mentioned the opposite field hits. He also had some great at-bats with two strikes. It seemed like the entire team did that as well. Your thoughts on just the entire team's approach opposite field and two strikes? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have some success with two strikes, a lot of times it means going the other way. It's either a mistake or you're fighting a ball the other way. It doesn't necessarily have to be the hardest hit ball in the world, but give yourself a chance, let the ball travel, and don't strike out. This is the fifth time this year that Michael Walker has gone six innings or more, zero runs. Where would you rank this one in terms of the list of great outings he's had? You know, and if you looked at the matchups, he had some guys that handled him too. Uh, so going in, you know, I think France was eight for twelve going in, and they, there were some guys that have had, got had some hits off him. Um, and as a pitcher, you know that, but also knowing that you know our bullpen wasn't as long as it could be today. You know, we had some plus guys available. Um, so to go out there and, and do what he's done so many times, only walked one guy, gave up two hits. I mean, we've seen that movie before out of him quite a bit and really was economical in the pitches with what he ended up with. I think it was 80 or so, right? 82. Bob, you've uh, defended your hitting coaches quite a bit, and I know they don't work just every other day. So the fact that you guys are going up and down like this, like, what does a day like today say about the work that you're doing and what you guys are capable of doing more consistently this is a game that should happen more often for us and the, and the hitting coaches preach the approach every single day and there's a few of them and they wear it i mean they this is not a great feeling when you have a ball club that should be better offensively i can't tell you the hours of work these guys put in and and carve up with you know several guys we have different cages going we have on the field sometimes we have machine i mean there's a lot going on uh, behind the scenes as far as the the hitting work so days like this make them breathe a little easier and and as they should they work really hard and they're really good the approach to the two strike hits the opposite field that kind of thing was there anything? Was there any change going into today, or any like talk about that, or is this just a product of it being enacted on the field? The results, the results, you know, loosen you up some, and you know, you you can't help but go up there at times. And and we have some guys with some power, and you try to do too much. You try to be that guy that hits three run homer or hits the ball in the gap somewhere, and you know, kind of breaks this runners in scoring position thing. But the way to do it is the way we saw it today. We need you know several games in a row. But this is the type of approach that we certainly can have and the one that's preached every day. Speaking of the three-run homer, Gary's been pretty good. What do you make of yeah. just how seamlessly he's, he's transitioned here? Uh, you know what? A lot, he, obviously, he's talented. You know, he's been around. He's been with a few teams this year. It hasn't been comfortable for him. I really credit the guys in the room that made him comfortable and feel like, you know, he belongs here right away. You know, guys like Manny and Toddy and Nelson Cruz and, you know, a lot of Neto Door, a lot of these guys that that he's known, um, he feels comfortable with, and you get off to a good start like that, and he's today's in the four hole for a reason. Um, I, I really feel like he's felt at home here, maybe, you know, as opposed to maybe some of the other places where he's, you know, fighting for his job every single day, every single at bat.
bigger picture, there are a hundred games to go after today. How how do you put kind of some context on like it hasn't been the start that you've necessarily wanted this season, but there's the the time you have to to get to where you want to go. Yeah, well, there's a hundred games left. It's a lot of good baseball, so we have plenty of time to to get where we want to go, and we have to understand that. And our guys do understand that, so. It's going to be more games like this, and we have the ability, both offensively, defensively, pitching-wise, to go on a roll, to go on one of those strings where you win 8 out of 10 or 10 out of 12, and you know that's something we're probably going to have to do at some point in time, but we have the ability to do it. Um, the more games like this would help. Bob, um, talking a little more about Sanchez, the last two seasons he's a 210 hitter, roughly um, three organizations since April this year. How realistic? What were your realistic expectations for what you get out of him? I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I know what I saw on the other side, and you know when he starts moving around, you're kind of wondering what's going on. Um, but I remember uh, plenty of games against the Yankees where he's up the plate. You don't feel great about it because he's got that kind of power. So I didn't know what my expectations were here. I knew he had a real opportunity when he came in here, and he he, he knew that too. Um, and then on top of that, he get off to a good start. Feels like this is a great place for him. I wouldn't expect him to hit a homer every day, but you know his confidence is back, and you're seeing it really every every at bat. He's he goes up there with confidence. What do you see in his confidence at the plate and the aggressiveness of his at bats right now? Yeah, look, he's he's been known to hit a fastball or two, and he's taking advantage of those. But he also is staying on breaking balls too, which is going to get him more fastballs. Um, I think just as impressive for me is the catching port of it where he's catching a staff he's never caught before and he's caught some shutouts. He's caught some games like today where you know they don't score until the eighth inning. He's thrown some guys out stealing, which had been a, a problem for us. So I'm you know, I see the other side of it on the catching end too where he's been just as good defensively catching as he has been offensively. Bob, that was um, kind of going to be my follow-up. His defense over the years has been a point of criticism. Um, what are you seeing from him just, you know, fundamentally, technically, and what, what do you think is working for him back then? Yeah, I, you know, it's, I think some of the balls maybe in the dirt. And he in the past, he's sold out to framing. And a lot of teams don't really care too much about blocking as much as framing because you're getting more pitches over the course of a game than maybe a ball or two that's in the dirt. I think that's where he's gotten some of his criticism in. But I think he's found a nice balance where he gets in a position he can block a ball in front of him. He's done that. Um, and, and his framing numbers and, and his throwing arm has always been there. And in a place like New York, it can, you, know, you can get some criticism pretty quickly. But I, I like his skills behind the plate right now. Tati Soto today, 1-2. How did you arrive at getting back to that? Uh, we just did it. Talked to Juan a little bit about about this morning. The way, way it's set up, I wanted Gary in the four hole. I'm trying to get my best guys up there as quickly as you can as many times. And Juan was all in. Five hits today. See where it goes. The fourth inning, you're going to score in bunches, but... The two-out single from Tetsis, the steal ends up at third. Like, how valuable is that when you're not getting runners? Run yeah, you know, it opens up some more holes, too. You know, it, so I think it was important that Juan didn't try to do too much in those first couple of bats and just shoot the ball the other way and kind of get that feeling again where that's an easy one for him. You know, he can get down in the count. He can, if he's not seeing the ball great, he can still let it travel and hit the ball the other way. So I think that was an important couple of hits for him going forward. Um, but yes, we, we need to be aggressive on the bases. We, we need to do a lot of things right that 
we've been pretty good at. It's the runners in scoring position, I think, more than anything, um, has been our Achilles heel. What did uh, Bogarts do today? Uh, he did a little bit. I, I have a good feeling about him going through the off day here. Um, I know he told me he felt better. I'm not sure how much he, he put in in the cage today and or fielding, but it seems like we're getting progress every day. The sacrifice in the second inning by Crony, was that called from the dugout? No, that was him. That was him. That was, you know, he's, he's got runner on second base. We're trying to score a run early there. Uh, that was all on him. I think sometimes when you lay a bump down like that, that can help you kind of, you know, stay back the next time, hit the ball the other way. There's some, yeah, there's some, there's some thought. You know, I think it's more than anything, it's just watching the ball all the way to the bat. And I think sometimes you can get at the plate, you know, your head comes off trying to do too much, trying to pull the ball. It, it makes you back it up a little bit maybe and, and see the ball all the, way, all the way to the bat. Garcia through today. What's his status going forward? Uh, see where we are tomorrow. A good chance we'll see him in Colorado. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park after this 10-3 win for the Padres over the Seattle Mariners. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage from inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. A lot of good stuff there from Bob Melvin on Gary Sanchez, on Juan Soto, on the performance of Michael Waka and more. And we'll continue to break it all down as we go along here on our post-game show, again, taking you up until 5 p.m. Here on 97.3, the fan and the Padres radio network, it was a team effort offensively in this game. Fernando Tatis Jr. had a base hit, a run scored, an RBI. Juan Soto, a career-high five hits, four RBIs, a run scored. Manny Machado had a couple of hits. Gary Sanchez had a couple of hits, including that three-run home run in the third. Jake Cronenworth, really good to see what Jake did today, three for four, uh, Went the other way a little bit. Matt Carpenter, two for four with an RBI in this game. Hassan Kim had a base hit. Alfonso Rivas had an RBI single. Trent Grisham didn't have a base hit in this game. Uh, did walk and score a run. But really, up and down the lineup, Padres had contributions all over the place. But another story in this game, what the Padres did on the mound. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game tonight, Michael Waka, no doubt about it. Six scoreless innings, two hits allowed, walked one, struck out seven. He was terrific as he improves the six and two on the year. Threw just 82 pitches. If the game was a little bit closer, maybe he goes a little bit deeper in this game, but six strong innings, all the Padres needed in this one here today. And he did a great job taking that early lead, pitching freely, running with it, and Waka with his performance. Lowers that ERA to 3.18. So if he has a, another good outing or two, he could get that ERA below three. He continues to be very good. And one of our keys to the game, I said it during the pregame show, was finding that May version of Michael Waka when he was the National League Pitcher of the Month, a sub-1 ERA in the month of May in five starts. Had a shaky outing against the Cubs on Friday to begin June. But what do you know, it's second start of June, that looked like the Michael Waka of May. Six scoreless innings here tonight. Our ace pitcher of the game in this 10-3 win. Now let's take a wider look at the major leagues. Tell you who's gone deep today around the majors. 
Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally. Presented by Mr. Moto Pizza. Bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego. Find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. Padres played an early game today, so we don't have a ton of action that has already gone on around the majors today. We do have one final, the A's beating the Pirates earlier today in Pittsburgh. Ryan Noda hit his seventh home run of the season for Oakland in that one. Some other home runs to tell you about of uh, games that are still going on. Ellie De La Cruz, the top prospect for the Reds, has hit his first major league home run in Cincinnati today. That's against the Dodgers. Mookie Betts has a home run in that game. Number 16 for Mookie. Jesus Sanchez has a home run for the Marlins already in uh, today's game. The Marlins are taking on the... Well, now I can't find it. Took my uh, eyes away from my scoreboard. Marlins taking on the Royals. They have a 3-1 lead. And like I said, Jesus Sanchez, his sixth home run of the year in that game. And that's a look at the short home run tally here today. Again, a lot of games uh, just going on right now or getting underway a little bit later. When we come back, we'll continue to give out our daily awards, take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. We'll hear from Juan Soto one more time after a career day for Juan, a 5-for-5 afternoon for number 22, career-high five hits, and he was just part of the story in a 10-3 win for the Padres over Seattle. Our post-game show continues when we come back to Petco Park on the Padres. Padres Radio Network. Here's the 0-1 pitch. And that's it in the air to deep left center field. Dalek's going to go back. He's on the warning track. Looking up. Going to go. Gary Sanchez at it again. A three-run home run. And the Padres rally with two outs here in the third inning. And extend their lead. It's 4 to nothing. Gary Sanchez at it again here today at Petco Park. His fourth home run already in just nine games as a San Diego Padre. Part of the story here today is the Padres win it 10-3 over the Seattle Mariners. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage from inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday afternoon. Again, I'm taking you up until around 5 p.m. Then we'll flip things over to Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Tony is on his way to Colorado with the Padres. Padres. They'll begin a three-game series in Colorado on Friday, but uh, Ello and Scraby will take you up until 7 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network. How about Gary Sanchez? I mean, the story for Sanchez continues to get better and better. Now in a grand total of nine games for the Padres, he's batting 310, four home runs, two doubles, nine RBIs, and on 1168 OPS, I mean, look, uh, you knew the, the Padres were taking a bit of a flyer on Sanchez, hoping, fingers crossed, that he could provide some production. I don't know that anybody could have expected this. I mean, he has been terrific, and he broke this game open with that three-run home run in the third. Padres scoring three in the third inning after they scored one in the second inning, one in the fourth inning, three in the fifth inning, and two in the seventh inning as the Padres did just a wonderful job offensively here today. And like we heard Bob Melvin talk about during the postgame press conference, it isn't just about the number of runs, 10, the number of hits, 17, even the number of two-out hits, there were 10 of them. It's about the approach. I mean, today, I think you could argue, was maybe the finest example of the Padres using 
uh, a team at bat sort of approach where they were hitting the ball on on the line uh they were going the other way extremely well i mean again i counted up six opposite field hits by left-handed hitters today a couple of those from juan soto who was terrific in this game just from an approach perspective and the way they hit the baseball the way they move the line this was really encouraging now of course the big question becomes what happens on friday in colorado because we know this has been a very seesaw offense over the last eight nine games now going back to nine games ago including today here's what the padres offense has done nine runs and a win one run and a loss 10 runs and a win one run and a loss six runs and a win one run and a loss five runs and a win one run and a loss and then 10 runs here today so the padres now have scored a grand total of 40 runs in their last five wins again 40 runs in their last five wins they've scored a grand total of four runs in their last four losses that's how seesaw it has been that is how up and down hot and cold however you want to put it the Padres offense has been over the last week and a half and today almost on cue on schedule they scored 10 runs on 17 hits you would like to think on Friday in Colorado that would be the environment to break up this streak here but it has just been a very very hot and cold offense thankfully today the Padres offense did in my opinion almost everything right i mean they they just did a a terrific job in this game again six for 14 with runners in scoring position this was the kind of offensive game moving the line hitting the ball hard to all fields this is what you dream of when you look at this padres offense the names in it you think of games like this and the only guy that had a home run well a name that you didn't think would be here at the beginning of the year but it was gary sanchez that three-run home run in the third continues to be terrific let's tell you now about our relief pitcher of the game which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut it's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the jacobs and cushman san diego food bank providing food assistance to local children families and seniors in need to get help or give help visit san diegofoodbank.org our relief pitcher of the game on the on the Padre side of things today, Tim Hill, who pitched a one, two, three, seventh inning, struck out Cal Raleigh uh, to begin that inning. Very clean inning for Hill, ten pitches, and uh, he'll be our relief pitcher of the game. Drew Carlton struggled with his command in the eighth inning. He uh, walked three batters, hit a batter, gave up uh, an infield single. Limited the damage to three runs. Josh Hader certainly was uh, good enough uh, in the ninth inning. Gave up a couple of base runners, but uh, pitched the scoreless inning. Obviously not in the save opportunity, but by far and away the cleanest inning for the Padres today. Tim Hill out of the bullpen, the scoreless seventh inning. That was after Michael Waka went six scoreless innings in this game here today. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Here's the 1-2. Soto swings, lines it into right center field, a base hit for Juan Soto. Grisham comes in to score. Soto going to try for two. Hernandez throw, not in time. And for the first time in his career, Juan Soto, a five-hit game. What a day for Juan Soto. His first ever five-hit game. Juan Soto had four career hits 
or I should say four hits in a game seven times in his career before today. Well, he did that today and one more. Four RBIs for Juan Soto. Single in the first inning, single on a run scored in the third. RBI single in the fourth inning, two runs single in the fifth inning. RBI double in the seventh inning. A perfect five for five. And Juan Soto, with that performance here today, saw his batting average go up to 265. On base percentage obviously went up a lot. OPS went up a little bit as well. Terrific job by Juan Soto in this game. A career high. Five hits for Juan Soto. When we come back, we'll hear from Juan Soto one more time. In case you missed it, my one-on-one conversation with Juan down on the field right after the game. Plus, we'll take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard as we continue to wrap this one up. Again, the final score, Padres 10, Mariners 3. Our post-game show wraps up when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score here today, the Padres 10 and the Mariners 3 as the Padres improved to 29-33. and 33. Mariners dropped to 30-31. and 31. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday afternoon. Again, Gwen and Chris today, Chris Ello, Matt Scraby coming your way in just a little bit. They'll come your way at the very top of the hour. The headline today for the Padres, well, really a few headlines in this game. Certainly Juan Soto uh, was one of the biggest ones. Five for five in this game, a career high, five hits for Juan Soto. He had never collected five hits in a game before today. For as good a hitter as Juan Soto's been, going back to his time in Washington, never had he collected five hits in a game until today. I caught up with Juan Soto on the field right after today's win. Juan, what a day. A career high five hits. I got to know, going into that final at bat, did you know that you were still searching for that one final hit to make it a career high? Yeah, why not? I mean, I have the RBI in third base. I have the guy right there. I said, I got, I got to get that RBI. So the only way to get it is getting a hit. So I, I, get, I go on the play ready to, to get my another hit. Juan, you did everything today. Went the opposite way, hit the ball hard, drove in runs. What worked so well today as a whole? I think everything works. Everything that I've been working on the cage and it's, it's coming through right now. I mean, it feels great. I feel right on point. I hit the breaking balls to the other way. I think it was a great feeling. Offensively as a whole, you guys did everything right. You hit the ball hard, went to all fields, some power. What do you feel like this team did well as a whole offensively today? I mean, we can do a lot of, a lot of damage. I mean, when we put it together, you can see like today and we can, we can do a lot of damage, and we have a lot of guys right there that they're still a little bit up and down, but whenever they get hot, we, we're going to be really good. Finally, Gary Sanchez, another big home run. How good has that guy been? <laughs> He's amazing. I mean, everybody knows what he can do and how hard he can hit the ball, so... It's no surprising, but he's a great he's a great player, and we're happy to have it on our side. Juan, congratulations on a career day. Thanks so much. Thank you. That was Juan Soto right after the game following a perfect 5-for-5 day with four RBIs. He was part of the offensive story here today. Ten runs on 17 hits. The 17 hits for the Padres matched a season high. The one home run by Gary Sanchez came in the third inning. A three-run home run. 
Some other numbers offensively that I thought were really impressive in this game. Padres had 10 two-out hits. So 10 of the 17 hits today came in two-out situations. Also, six opposite field hits by left-handed hitters. A couple of the, a couple of those coming from Juan Soto. And we've heard so many times from Juan and from others who have watched him over the years that when Juan Soto is at his absolute best, he goes the other way with regularity hopefully a sign of things to come with what he did here today and again with runners in scoring position Padres went six for 14 they cashed in when they had opportunities many times here today let's take a look at the full out of town scoreboard tell you what's going on today in the major leagues let's go around major league baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country this is the out of town scoreboard presented by jensen meat where great taste meets integrity locally produced in san diego since 1958 we only have one other final score so far today. The A's beating the Pirates 9-5 to in Pittsburgh earlier today. Ryan Noda had a home run in that game for Oakland. Everything else is either in progress or postponed today. More on the postponements coming up in just a bit. Marlins leading the Royals 3-1 to in Miami in the eighth inning. Jesus Sanchez, a home run in that game already for Miami. Rays beating the Twins 1-0 in Tampa Bay in the fifth inning. Diamondbacks leading the Nationals 3 to two in Washington DC in the third Astros leading the Blue Jays two nothing in Toronto in the fourth inning Red Sox and the Guardians tied at one in Cleveland in the third Dodgers beating the Reds five to two in Cincinnati in the third Mets beating the Braves two nothing in Atlanta in the second Brewers ahead of the Orioles one nothing in Milwaukee in the first inning everything else coming up Cardinals at the Rangers at 505 Giants at the Rockies at 540 Cubs at the Angels in Anaheim at 638 and then we had two postponements today and both were due to the smoke in the air the air quality conditions from the canadian wildfires if you've been on social media today watch tv listen to the radio you probably heard about uh in a, a number of different cities but you can look at some of the photos today from new york city uh it is an orange sky with uh, smoke from Canadian wildfires uh, in the air. I mean, it's it's really a crazy scene and a crazy image. Uh, bad enough where both the games in Philadelphia and New York today were postponed. So the Tigers and the Phillies are scheduled to make that game up tomorrow. White Sox and the Yankees scheduled to make that game up tomorrow as well. So sort of a, a strange situation there with two games today postponed due to air quality concerns both in philadelphia and the bronx and that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this wednesday around the major leagues before we tell you about friday's game in colorado let's pause for station id on the padres radio network KWFNFM and KWFNHC1 San Diego. This is Blake Snow. You're listening to padres baseball on the padres radio network always live on the free odyssey app Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show from inside the lofts here at Petco Park at the Western Metal Building. Again, the final score, the Padres 10 and the Mariners 3. Taking a look at Friday's game, Padres have an off day tomorrow in Colorado. In fact, the Padres have uh, two off days in a, a short stretch here. Off day tomorrow, then an off day back here at home on Monday before beginning a homestand on Tuesday. 
Friday in Colorado, game one of a three-game series. First pitch on Friday at 5.40 p.m. Arico Water SoCal Padres pregame show will begin at 4.40. Right-hander Yu Darvish on the mound for the Padres. The Rockies have not announced uh, their uh, starter yet for that game. Rockies, again, uh, still yet to play today. They will take on the Giants in just a little bit. It was the Giants, right? That's what I just read off. Uh, Was it? Yes, the Giants in Colorado here today. So no uh, starting pitcher yet for the Rockies. But again, you Darvish on the mound in that series opener for the Padres in Colorado on Friday. Taking a look at the final totals in this game here today as the Padres earn a split of this quick two-game series. For the Padres, 10 runs, 17 hits, no errors. They left on nine. And for the Mariners, three runs, four hits, one error. They left on six. Michael Waka gets the win. He was terrific. Six scoreless innings. He improves the six and two. The losing pitcher was George Kirby, who allowed 11 hits, five earned runs in three and two-thirds innings. The Padres didn't just... Score a lot of runs today in general. They did it against a good starting pitcher in George Kirby on the mound for Seattle, who again drops to 5-5. Five and five. Time of game, 2 hours and 46 minutes. And another great crowd here at Petco Park on this Wednesday, 35,490. Once again, first pitch on Friday in Colorado at 5.40 p.m. Our pregame coverage will begin at 4.40. Until then, for our great studio coordinator, Maddie Rhodes, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long from Petco Park. We have Chris Ello, Matt Scraby coming your way after this on 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network.